opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any who dissent. Who are the hard left, Chris? Well, we know who the hard left are. People say the old songs are the best, but... This is also topical. We're in the you know, ascendancy I, I, within, the, within the Labour Party who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right, right to right wing. Hard left Printing money, nationalisation without compensation. Hard left wing position. Hard left, the 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 hard left, been away so long I hardly knew the place Gee, it's good to be back home Leave it till tomorrow to unpack my case Honey, disconnect the phone I'm back in the USSR You don't know how lucky you are, boy Back in the US, back in the US, back in the USSR well, the Ukraine milk really knocks me out, leaves the Wests behind. But, but, but are those Georgia Moscow girls. Well, anyway, yeah, thanks John Rental for putting this on Amazon. So I to Mr. J Rental. It's the only. I wanted some gapes on my bookshelf. I wanted a gaping bookshelf, to, and to it be, was the only one I could find. Yeah. To be fair to Mr. J Rental, he's got a good seller rating on his Amazon. Has he? I think so, from when I looked at it, yeah. Well, it's all those Fabian Society pamphlets. Well, they're, they're in pristine condition because they haven't been taken out of the cardboard box since 1990. Don't worry yourself, my child. That evil vampire has been locked away in a crypt for generations. Which is a good thing, because it allows me the time, space and comfort to drink as much toilet duck as I like. Mmm, delicious and so refreshing. It's nutritious and delicious. Toilet duck! Yeah, I mean, why would anyone read them? Like, Mike Gapes on Europe in the aftermath of the Cold War. Oh, great, yeah. <laughs> Imagine this sold, sold like hot cakes. A red cake or a blue cake. So that's the Fabian Society with after the Cold War, building on the alliances. Oh, that was a fucking disappointment. Yeah, I really let down by the Mike Gape Fabian Society pamphlet, to be honest. The fact that we were expecting much from it in the first place probably is our own fault. Everything we've touched with Gapes has usually turned to streams of milky content, but this has just descended into outright disaster. So you just searched Mike Gapes and the first result that came up was literally the Milk Gapes video. Yeah, that's true. It's the real real. It's the real real. So, Tom, what would you say EDM means? Well, in music terms... <laughs> it means electronic dance, dance music, music, yes. But, but in politics... In the Westminster system, it is a motion expressed as a single sentence, tabled by members of parliament that formally calls for a debate on an early day, in practice, they are rarely debated in the House, but the main purpose is to draw attention to particular subjects of interest. So, there we go. Thank you, Wikipedia. 
Now, we're going to be going through a selection of EDMs signed by a certain MP who we are very big fans of on this show. Where is this from? So this is one tabled on the 4th of December 1995. That this house calls upon Her Majesty's (laughs) Government to reverse its decision to stop taking up the EU subsidy for secondary school milk and milk for school meals and various things about the price of milk, etc. And that was put forward by a certain Mr. Mike Gapes? Actually, no. It was put forward by John Austin (coughs) Walker, Hugh Bailey, Harry Barnes, Janet Anderson, Maria Fife, and Tony Banks from the Labour Party. But But it was supported by MPs including... Jeremy Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn (laughs) And Mike Gapes. Of course Mike's going to be there. The issue of milk, he's always going to be on it. Let's take a look at another one signed by our man. This one's about clean air, so that's uh, that's anti-pollution. So naturally, Tim Farron signed it. He's very, very against pollution, particularly (laughs) of water. (laughs) The SO in airport tax milk. (laughs) Now, here's an interesting one. Oh, my God. So this was tabled on the 2nd of November 2010. Not in my cuppa and cows belong in fields campaign. (laughs) But this house welcomes campaigns such as Not In My Cuppa and Cows Belong In Fields to oppose the establishment of intensive dairy units such as that proposed by Nocton Dairies Limited in Lincolnshire. Congratulates the unprecedented collaboration of groups such as the World Society for the Protection of Animals and others that don't have milk in the names to work together to oppose such proposals. Believe such proposals threaten to take British dairy farming in the wrong direction. (laughs) Acknowledges the latest Maury poll, which shows a majority of the British public do not want to drink factory milk from battery cows, and calls on the government urgently to review their welfare code for cows to ensure such industrial-sized dairies are not approved in the absence of welfare regulations that take into account such an unprecedented change the way cows are farmed in the UK. (laughs) And that was put forward by fucking Mr. Michael Meacher. The late Michael Meacher. Zach Goldsmith. Zach Goldsmith. Bob Russell from the Lib Dems, Russell Brown from Labour, Michael Allen from Labour, Nick Dakin from Labour, but it won the support of MPs including... Gapes. 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 And Paul Flynn. (laughs) And Paul Flynn just above Gapes and... They got Tom (laughs) Blackensaw. And, yeah, Jeremy Corbyn supported that one as well. Of course, of course he would. You can often find, actually, Corbyn and Gapes signed the same milk-related EDMs. This is one from the 10th of February, 1993. Doorstep milk deliveries. Oh, my God. But this house recognises... <laughs> this one was tabled by Tony Benn and Diane Abbott. <laughs> I'll still do it in a Gapes voice. We need, we need someone to get this through. We need someone to rally the troops. There's only one person for that, Diane. 
Gapes. I will be voting for your motion, Mr. Ben, despite my disagreements with your irresponsible hard left politics. <laughs> Uh, that this house recognises the importance of maintaining a comprehensive service of doorstep milk deliveries, which have not only been a long-standing feature of life in Britain, but which provide especially for old and disabled people and for mothers with children, and which act as an informal social service through the visits of those who make the deliveries and calls upon Her Majesty's Government to adopt policies that will secure the continuation of that service in the future. <laughs> That's such a Benite look at milk deliveries. Like, yeah. it, it, it um, acts as an informal social service. <laughs> That's very, very, very uh, Ben. There you go. Yeah, and of course you've got Ronnie Campbell, Jeremy Corbyn, yeah, Dennis Skinner, and, and John Speller, <laughs> in fact. So you've got the, the hard and left and the hard right. Yeah, and of course a little known MP called Keith Vaz and Ken Livingston. Don't, no, no, no idea who that is. <laughs> Glenda Jackson. Less said about her son, the better. And of course, yeah, Gapes Mike. I love how Gapesy is one of the only people on this list who's got a picture there. Him just grinning away like he's just got a big, big glass of milk. One of the, any of those have got pictures that are still standing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Ronnie Campbell. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The ones with pictures are the ones who are still going, which is uh, not very many of them. Wait, is Mr. Alan Meal still a Labour MP? I have no idea. Oh, whatever. Anyway, moving on. There was an early day motion tabled on the topic of soya milk in 1995 that this house notes with great concern the government's unwillingness to stand up and defend British interests and its eagerness to capitulate to yet more nonsense from Brussels <laughs> by accepting the decision of the European Union that the name soya milk should be banned in the UK because it is not milk. <laughs> Further notes that this decision, if unchallenged, will cost the UK soya milk industry millions of pounds to change their packaging and marketing for no good reason except for the sake of European uniformity and that the decision makes a nonsense of the principle of subsidiary and accordingly urges Her Majesty's Government to stand up for Britain's interests by demanding that the rationale for the decision be published in full and by making immediate arrangements to challenge the decision of the European Union in the European Union in the European Court of Justice. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> it was the way it was written. At the Badly end. written, yeah. Um, now, that motion there is for milk, but it criticises the EU. It, Did yeah. Gapes put his name to that? Because Gapesy is very much pro-EU. No. Oh, no, he didn't. No, no, we are seeing a real Labour division here because if you notice, there are MPs, oh. well, then MPs from the hard left of the party, Ken Livingston, Tony Banks, Jeremy Corbyn, all on this list. That's too radical for... for no them. Gapes. Alan Simpson. Gapes is just not having any of it. Yeah, Gapes would not be seen dead in such company. <laughs> Dennis Skinner's on there, but I bet there's a load of like hard right Tories on there who, are oh, re yeah. who really hate the EU. How that read, it was definitely tabled by a Tory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's just... Richard Burden is, like, fairly right-wing. Is he a Labour MP? He is, yeah. So, I not, guess... Not, like, the much better Richard Burden. No, no, no. He's not as good as Richard Burden. But, yeah, you're right. That was um, very badly written. 
Right. Not that we're going to become, you know. <laughs> yes. What? No, what? I, I mean, I, I, I think. Spandy Ren. We can, we can critique. It's when we start going into spelling errors and stuff like that. We can critique bad writing, okay? We've got critical faculties. Childcare vouchers. I thought this had something about avoid liberal, <laughs> avoid the liberal territory of going. Like, oh, you spelt the name wrong. <laughs> you spelt the word wrong. You illiterate leftist troll. We did that a little bit in our Ian Dale episode. We were ripping on all these typos. Well, that one hasn't got anything to do with milk. Milk. Hey, look at you got two big boys in a row there. <laughs> so this one is tabled on 23rd of March 2007 Sainsbury's fair trade policy and dairy farmers Ooh. but this house notes the extensive fair trade advertising undertaken by Sainsbury's applauds the retailers determination to sell fair trade bananas to safeguard the livelihoods of banana growers in St. Lucia and other Caribbean islands but regrets deeply that Sainsbury's fair trade policy does not extend to British farmers, most notably dairy farmers. Further notes that Sainsbury's pays less to dairy farmers than it costs them to produce milk, is baffled by Sainsbury's thinking whereby it is promoting a tier fair trade system that does not care for the long-term prosperity of the British dairy industry and the protection of the UK countryside and calls for Sainsbury's to extend its excellent fair trade policy to British dairy farmers. See, I think the reason that a lot of these seem badly written is because they've got to cram it all into one massive sentence. So just syntactically, it gets really bad. It's like reading a Will Self novel or something <laughs> you kind of forget where the sentence started but on that list you've got two big milky boys in a row you've got tim farron and mike gates right next to each other on the list of signatories the two heavyweights defending that there yeah <laughs> what else we got here wait what's indigo planning we're going into some dark territory now a to z of london independent planning consultancies. Why is Gapes mentioned in some literature by a planning consultancy? Sounds like it doesn't say. I think that this instance of cow is a typo. My favourite I mean, maybe it's not my favourite Gapes story, but my favourite story ever published by Guido Fawkes <laughs> would have to be the story about Gapes sitting in an all party parliamentary group. Um <laughs> Mike Gapes was sitting in an all-party parliamentary group for the uh, <laughs> yeah. the Amadea community. As MPs got down to work, they were interrupted very loudly by Mike Gapes' phone and uh, <laughs> saying that he was playing a game of tiddlywinks. <laughs> Gapes got in touch with Guido and said, Actually, it was the BBC news feed from Daily Politics programme but thanks for the publicity. Wonder who your spy was. <laughs> I love that, like, uh, bitter, like... Who would have given information to Guido Fawkes? It's like, I bet Gapes gives information to Guido Fawkes now. Oh, undoubtedly. About his opponents in the party. Or the Red Raw, which is pretty much the same thing. <laughs> the soft left's Guido, is it? Yeah, Melt Guido is what I call it. I like how Labelist also published a transcript of the milk speech. <laughs> but they got it wrong. Whoever transcribed it in Parliament wrote, for some reason, we have the milk, 
rather than you have the milk. And that's made it into all subsequent transcripts, including Labelist and the Daily Mirror. And for some reason, this one's talking about Baileys, which is not what he said. He yeah, was, he's purely talking about milk. Yeah, exactly. Speech, he yeah. says, and it comes out as milk, and they've mistakenly written here, and it comes out as Baileys. It's very confusing. Very confusing. And it comes out as milk. I mean, yeah, we've probably searched for all the Mike Gapes early day motions that have anything to do with milk now. I, I mean, I, I think it's time to retire this character. But not before our Western about Mike Gapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune in. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> Are we flogging that dead horse just a bit more? Control Alcapops. Yeah, I just found found uh, Alcapops milk, not the same thing. But yeah, Gabe signed a motion to control Alcapops. Well, anyway, yeah, I think we're probably done with all Gabe's content. There we have it. Any closing words? Yes, actually. So, all right, this is one last little bit, and it's from an article in the New Statesman from 2009 called The Tony Fan Club, Observations on Tony Blair in the Middle East. <laughs> it's basically just all about people in 2009 who were still devoted followers of Tony Blair. This is the end of the piece. At the end, the committee chair, Mike Gapes, thanked Tony, <laughs> thanked quote-unquote Tony, Say, saying how good it was to see him back in the house. Here, here, came the cries. <laughs> oh my god. And of course there's a book about Blair's fabulous stacks of cash that he's made since leaving office uh, called Blair Incorporated. And that includes <laughs> just, just, just a little kind of passing mention in the context of Blair's Again, fabulous stacks of cash he's made advising despotic regimes around the world. <laughs> now, in Blair Incorporated, they write, The majority of despots are not household names for a reason. Well-paid lobbyists tempt journalists over to write puff pieces on the burgeoning tourism trade, as we've uh, seen with uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> or outfits like the European Azerbaijan Society use MPs like Mark Field or Mike Gapes <laughs> to help promote the country's interests with little reference to human rights violations. <laughs> so I was delighted when Gapes popped up in Blair Incorporated as a shill for the Azerbaijan government. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well, I think that's enough gaping content. Milk. Good night. Any dissent? Well, we know who the hard left are. We're in the you know, ascendancy I, I, within, the, within the Labour Party who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right to right wing. Hard left agenda. Printing money, nationalisation without compensation. Hard left wing position. Hard left, the 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 hard left, hard left, hard left, the hard left, the hard left, hard left, the hard left, the hard left, the hard left, the hard left, hard left, hard left, the 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 hard left, Right. So, hi comrades. I know you thought maybe the episode ended just now, although you probably saw the time signature, so you knew that there was a bit more to go. 
<laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's um, like trying to have a hidden track on a modern album. Like, no, nah. <laughs> thirty minutes of dead air, and then just it's us, us coming in. You replacing Tom? <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom's not here. Tom's now been replaced by IA for this section of the episode. Um, yeah, get wrecked, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you, Tom. Because basically, I kept messaging Tom like, Tom, let's record a little Gapes extra for this Gapes episode, and he was like, yeah, but then when I was like let's do it he didn't respond so I just <laughs> asked Yair instead presumably Tom's either at work or complaining about work like a member of the pussy generation <laughs> no work ethic <laughs> anyway so there's just a couple of things like in our Mike Gapes reading series when we were going through all his EDMs that he'd tabled his early day motions in parliament where mm. he talked about we went through all the different ones that mention milk um, <laughs> But actually, Gapes has found ways to sneak little subliminals into his uh, <laughs> his articles for Labour List, even. So here's one from the 5th of December 2018. Opting out of the common agricultural policy seems like a simple thing until you begin to question whether we are really prepared to pay custom duties to import French butter cheese and milk no, me- never mind how we cope with the delays at Dover so it's a, a very milk conscious all of those of- dairy products not just the milk yeah exactly the whole dairy Gabe- industry Gapes is not a racist or anything you know he cares about all flavours of dairy <laughs> exactly when people are like hashtag not all dairy Gapes is like no <laughs> no all dairy but in a positive way. <laughs> All dairy matters. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, there's even more. The Ilford Recorder. This is an entire year prior to that other article. From the 10th of December 2017. A hard border will be a disaster for all Ireland related businesses, such as milk producers <laughs> and the All Ireland veterinary system. And then the next bit. Tony Blair is right to warn that the Good Friday Agreement is at risk. (laughs) The Good Friday Agreement being famously about dairy producers, right? (laughs) The Good Friday Agreement is incredibly (laughs) milk-centric. But yeah, Gapes never misses an opportunity to get a little positive mention of Blair into whatever he's talking about. Oh yeah, Blair, Um, good guy. Friend of the uh, show. Yeah, friend of a show. <laughs> Remember Danny Finkelstein actually listened to our episode where we read his article about yes, the Blairite party. That was, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said something like, hours of my... Well, it wasn't even an hour long. Yeah, right? it, time I'll never get back or something yeah, like that. Time yeah, time I'll never get back. Yeah, he was something like, oh, it's easy to sniff at my article. And I'm like, it wasn't easy to make that episode. Me and both of the Toms edited that episode. It was a stunning high-fidelity production. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck off telling us about it's much easier to like churn out some half-assed wank for the times than it is to make an episode of real <laughs> right. politics tosser you, you should have replied saying something to the effect of well think about all the time I'm never gonna get back <laughs> like yeah, <preparing> <laughs> yeah exactly show. I had to read the Danny Finkelstein article then reread it <laughs> with you guys and then listen to us reread it while editing the episode 
Astonishing. That's three times. That's three, three times too many. Times. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, actually, there was one more thing I wanted to clarify from Tom's discussion with me, which was, I don't know how we missed this, but basically we found an early day motion table that was this really, really angry anti-EU thing about Ooh. how the EU was going to force soya milk to not be called milk anymore because it's not really milk. <laughs> yeah. We looked through the signatories and I think there were some left-wing Eurosceptics yeah. on there, like Corbyn and Dennis Skinner, but it was mostly really right-wing Tories. <laughs> and Gates was nowhere in sight on that one. And Tom and I were obviously like, well, obviously it's critical of the EU, so it flies in the face of everything that Gates stands for. <laughs> and then it occurred to me that Gates is probably morally opposed to the very existence of soy milk and very much <laughs> would agree with the EU that it's not proper milk. Soy and, and, white uh, liquid drink. Exactly. <laughs> it's an affront to everything that Gapes has spent his life and career <laughs> fighting for. It's mamby-pamby, middle-class, extreme left-wing shit. Take it, soy milk from the north and soy milk from the south and then you get your soy baileys. <laughs> exactly. Taken from beans in the north <laughs> beans in the south. And I've no idea how well soy mixes with whiskey. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try it tonight. Yes. It might be another hallucinogenic experience. For you. <laughs> the psychedelic properties of whiskey and soy. <laughs> so yeah, I think that early day motion. It was just never going to get Gates's signature. He no. would always just be like, "I will not support this perversion of the honourable <laughs> history of milk." <laughs> Trying to claim that this pretender, the soya bean is a true milk it is no udder but uh, <laughs> finally finally I wanted because it will contextualize the musical recording that I have created especially for the beginning and end of this episode this is an article in the evening standard and it's called Jeremy Corbyn stormed out of Christmas karaoke party after Labour MPs sang Tony Blair election anthem <laughs> So, <laughs> here we go. Jeremy Corbyn reportedly stormed out of Labour's Christmas karaoke bash. This was the 2016 PLP Christmas bash. After rowdy MPs sang Tony Blair's election-winning anthem. And uh, yeah, I don't think it was the song Things Can Only Get Better that won the 1997 election. <laughs> they make it sound as if it was the song what done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, more charisma. <laughs> <laughs> they sang Tony Blair's election winning anthem and chanted we want Tony <laughs> they're such a deaf cult these people <laughs> we want the war criminal we want the war criminal it doesn't we have the same ring to it so you no, gotta say Tony we yeah. don't care that the entire population hates him and then will hate us by extension we want Tony Yeah. the Labour leader apparently reacted furiously when MPs appeared to taunt him by performing a rendition of things can only get better the D-Room song used during the party's 1997 election victory. The Mail on Sunday reported rebel politicians chanted, We want Tony, and, and this is extremely 2016, sang Madonna's hit Like a Virgin in a dig at Mr Corbyn's claim he was forced to sit on the floor of a packed virgin train carriage. 
Which, as you recall, I think ultimately CCTV footage showed that Corbin's side of the story there was vindicated. Yeah. Something did, anyway. I know Virgin Media literally released CCTV footage to try and prove <laughs> that Corbin was wrong, which I'm pretty sure is like a breach of their own guidelines. <laughs> right. Uh, did I say Virgin Media? I mean, Virgin Trains. Well, well you know. Richard Branson's evil empire but um, (laughs) yeah whatever that's so 2016 that they were still carping on about some like bullshit hatchet job smear story like that anyway I do love how most of these political controversies are so fucking tame yeah so (laughs) trivial did he really sit on a on the floor of a train oh. <laughs> yeah. and it's so like beside the point as well it's like people were trying to say oh look Corbyn could have actually got a seat on the train it's like well what are you trying to say that his political point that trains are often crowded was wrong like have you ever have been, you on, been a train? on one yeah exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah they're not good they're not good guys the trains why are you just being a smart ass to try and claim that a hated privately owned train yeah. system you know I mean, is it the, the popularity of renowned nationalizing the trains has been quite high as I understand it since way before Corbynism. It's like 70% or something I think, possibly more Yeah. but let's move on to the best bit in this article, which again (laughs) will contextualize the joke that this episode is bookended with (laughs) Anti-Corbyn MP Mike Gapes, who represents Ilford South also belted out the Beatles record back in the USSR in an apparent attack on the leader's stance over Russian bombing of Syria, the newspaper reported. I think Gapes is one of the guys who's like, Russia is bombing Syria. This is terrible. It should be us who are bombing Syria. (laughs) (laughs) It should be our bombs and Donald Trump's bombs. Good Western bombs. Not much better than those Soviet bombs. (laughs) The bad Russian bombs. Totally still exists because, you know, the red menace is there. (laughs) (laughs) He is said to have told the room. I dedicate this song to the downfall of the Soviet Union. It's never been more topical. Is that true? Well, we'll get to uh, Gapes' denial shortly. (laughs) (laughs) The article continues. But you're not making that up, I'm saying, because that sounds like it's made up. (laughs) No, no, well, it was possibly made up, but not by me. But not by you. No, it's in this Evening Standard article. And I love this thing of, uh, like, the song, (laughs) I dedicate this song to the downfall of the Soviet Union. It's never been more topical, except for presumably at the time of the downfall of the Soviet (laughs) Union. And probably in 1968 when it was written and throughout pretty much all of the Cold War. But yeah, Mr. Corbyn and Shadow Chancellor John McDonnell allegedly left with other supporters amid jeers following the apparent taunts. The party took place at the Westminster Kitchen Bar and Grill. Down at Doodles Bar and Grill. (laughs) Apparently drink flowed and blood spilled. And uh, the boys wanted a fight and... uh, you'd better have let them something like that anyway uh, (laughs) it was attended by around 60 mps however mr gapes mr gapes (laughs) denied he made 
Mr. Gapes. <laughs> That's what I've said so many times, but I love when they call him Mr. Gapes, as if this is just a normal thing for a person to be called. Right. <laughs> Mr. Gapes. Denied he made the comment when approached by the Evening Standard, or that anyone walked out. He said, yes, I did sing back in the USSR, but the <laughs> quotes attributed to me are inaccurate. What I actually said when introducing it was, some people say that the old songs are the best songs, but this is also topical. <laughs> so not that different. No, it's it's basically the same thing, but like with slightly clunkier phrasing. Yeah, just less poetic, basically. Yeah, if anything, they actually made Gapes look better in the, the uh, <laughs> false news quote. He added, I did not see anyone leave or allegedly walk out. <laughs> allegedly walk out. Yeah. I'm just sad that quote. there's no recording of him singing this. Oh god, I know. That's why I've had to create one myself using an unreleased instrumental backing track from the Beatles' White Album Sessions. But the article concludes, Aides close to Mr. Corbyn said he quote-unquote enjoyed the party. <laughs> there we go. Jeremy enjoyed the PLP Christmas party on Tuesday, which was one of several engagements that evening. So I think what they're trying to imply there is that he probably left to go to some other Yeah, event. yeah. The Standard has contacted Mr. Corbyn for a comment, and presumably he was like, What? Uh, I am the leader of the opposition. Why would I respond to this stupid story? <laughs> I'm just seeing what the related articles are. Jeremy Corbyn aide sang rebel song with IRA killer. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Also from December 2020. I didn't know you were a Corbyn aide. Yeah, it's true. I do love the old rebel songs. Let's not rehash a a story about some labour aid some poor yeah. person working for the party but I have got something if I can run upstairs for a second and yep. get a book I've got something that we could probably conclude on amusingly on a, on a sort of non-Gapes note <laughs> okay no problem there is a world outside that of Mike Gapes you know <laughs> <laughs> as gaping as it is yeah yeah exactly <laughs> how you doing sweetie so what I've got here is this book that came out in Early 2016. I was thinking maybe they rushed it out in time for Christmas 2015, but mm. no, they held on a few months. <laughs> but as far as I know, this was the first book published on the subject of Jeremy Corbyn since oh, he became yeah. leader of the Labour Party. It's a book called Comrade Corbyn, <laughs> uh, a very unlikely coup. Well, I recall it being a democratic leadership election, but a very <laughs> unlikely coup. How Same Jeremy way. Corbyn stormed to the Labour leadership, and it's by Rosa Prince, who's a journalist for the Daily Telegraph. The opening section of this book is pretty worthless because it's all just her, like, <laughs> marvelling that Corbyn grew up in a big house and is now a socialist. <laughs> it's her, like, she goes round and round for, like, 50 pages trying to comprehend that he had a comfortable upbringing. This person and his, and his... had money? and they care yeah. about people? Yeah. <laughs> she just, like, honestly cannot get it through her head. She's like, some might see a contradiction here. And it's, oh, and fuck, certainly I've you do, yeah. <laughs> I've accidentally gone right onto 
the correct page. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when that happens, yeah. I was reminded by that Evening Standard article about a Corbin aide allegedly singing the good old rebel songs, the yeah. Irish rebel songs. Now, this is in the bit about Corbin's early political life. So once he'd grown up and left home and was getting involved in Labour politics around London. Mm. So Tariq Ali appears, who we're a oh, big yeah. fan of on this show. He says stuff like, Jeremy was not antisocial, but he was never a social butterfly. He says neither of them are great pub goers, but occasionally he'd join them for a jar. <laughs> and even though Tariq Ali seems pretty positive about Corbyn as company yeah. there, he says he was always a very caring guy. Rosa Prince is like, others remember Corbyn as more convivial company. I mean, it's like he, sound, he sounds pretty convivial yeah, with Tariq right? Ali. I'd love to have a jar with Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> the documentary maker Nick Rosen has written... Corbyn was chairman of Hornsey Labour Party Young Socialists. I was a much younger Young Socialist member and he was my mentor in all things political. After meetings, a group of us would go to the Irish pub around the corner (laughs) and then back to one of our flats. We would talk all night about the coming collapse of capitalism. That line is... I don't know what Nick Rosen's up to now, but that line is spoken like such an ex-leftist who's (laughs) acutely embarrassed that they ever thought that things in society could change. Right? I mean, I was going to say, that just sounds like our university days to me, but... (laughs) It does a bit, yeah. Oh, and here we go. And we would sing songs, protest songs, (laughs) folk songs, all kinds of songs. Whatever else we sang around the kitchen tables of North London, Irish protest songs were the backbone yeah. of the evening. I still remember <laughs> all the words to songs like Off to Dublin in the Green and The Wearing of the Green <laughs> and other things to do with green. <laughs> Smoking some loud green. Once these sessions started, Jeremy would usually insist on at least one round of that rather repetitive ditty One Man Went to Mow about farming a meadow. He would get really into it, racing down the numbers from ten men, nine men, eight, to one man and his dog. So (laughs) apparently Corbin's favourite tune is like, One man went to mow, went to mow a meadow, one man and his dog. Went to mow a meadow. (laughs) But this is the good bit. While the nursery rhyme, One Man Went to Mow, may be uncontroversial, the other (laughs) songs Rosen remembers bellowing out with Corbin are associated with the Irish Republican Army. Indeed, the first song, Off to Dublin in the Green, contains a reference to a ploughboy saying, I'm off to join the IRA and I'm off tomorrow morn. (laughs) Hell yeah, lad. I am a merry ploughboy And I plough the fields all day Till something came across my mind That I should run away I've always hated slavery From the day that I was born So I'm off to join the IRA And I'm off tomorrow morn Oh, we're off to Dublin in the green, in the green Our bed 
Corbyn would later come under fire for his championing of Irish republicanism, at a time when the murders of 14 civil rights protesters by paratroopers in Derry on Bloody Sunday in 72 had turned Northern Ireland from a trouble spot to a war zone, and with the IRA bringing the conflict to the British mainland with the 1974 Guildford and Birmingham pub bombings, in the cosy world of North London's Irish bars, <laughs> Corbyn's sympathies were clear. <laughs> right wingers, they cannot try and depict a left wing person's left wing views without getting progressively angrier as the right. paragraph goes along. <laughs> Although, in uh, fairness, well, that... I think I feel the equal and opposite feeling, so. <laughs> I, well, you yeah, actually I believe in right wing things? What? Yeah. Makes sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's but true. No, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just generally like it starts off Corbyn had a very comfortable upbringing. And then by the end of the paragraph, it's just all caps like, he lived in a big house. It was a huge <laughs> fucking house. Why does he not have the same politics as me? Who is this? What is he? Why? You know what I mean? <laughs> if you've ever lived in a big house, you have to be a huge fan of imperialism. It's just that yeah. simple. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've pretty much covered all the extra gapes material that some I wanted to get into stuff, this episode. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Also, there's some stuff going on in Parliament at the moment that I'm like just so totally disengaged from. If it results in a general election, then I'll get interested again. <laughs> right. Yeah, I heard about the vote of no confidence not that long ago, actually. Yeah, she won it by like 19, which is pretty pathetic. <laughs> Did the DUP um, back her, I guess? I believe so, yeah. yeah. And yesterday, of course, there was the vote on Theresa May's Brexit deal, which she lost by a huge margin, oh, like yes. 200 votes or something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> guess which two big milky boys were seen together in the no lobby? <laughs> <laughs> I could guess one you... of them's got to be Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike and none other than Tim Farron himself. Oh, were, yes. Uh, one behind the other. It was like Tim Farron walking along meaning business and then you could just see cropping up behind his shoulder the spectre of gapes <laughs> a spectre haunts Europe <laughs> exactly spectre well, of Baileys made from mixed milk <laughs> spectre haunts Europe not other places just Europe <laughs> that's the only place he cares about right yep. I don't really want to talk about the vote of no confidence and the Brexit vote and yeah so on. we should wait to see how that all pans out a bit more yeah exactly but yeah, comrades, you've been listening to a Mike Gapes Real Politics special, like an hour of material all about Mike Gapes. Something we one have, for the fanboys. Yeah, something we have not yet done. We've generally worked for Gapes jokes in with other material. Not this time. All Gapes, <laughs> all the time, twenty four seven Gapes. That's what we're talking about. Gaping gapes. All right. Yeah, it's been good. All right. Thanks yeah, for listening. Cheers. Yeah, thanks for listening, folks, and milk. Oh, come on! You show me down! What's the weather like in St. Petersburg, comrade? USSR! You don't know how lucky you are, boys! Back in the USSR! Well, the Ukraine milk really knocks me out. Leaves the West behind. St. Petersburg weather makes me sing and shout. That Georgia's always on my, 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 my,
Oh, show me down the snowy mountains way down south. Take me to your daddy's farm. Let me hear your ballycackers ringing out. Come and keep your comrade warm. I'm back in the USSR. And you don't know how lucky you are, boys. Back in the USSR. Oh, let me tell you, honey. I'm back. I'm back in the USSR. Yes, I'm free. I'm back in the... U-S-S-R Ha ha Milk It's tech, it's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing